The Spanish Announce Table. It is episode 348 of the Spanish Announce Table. We've got a shit ton of wrestling content to talk about this week. Pro wrestling is the game that we love uh, to talk about, and we're going we're gonna to talk about it a lot here. We are going to talk about, we've got all-out picks coming up. We've got oh, yeah. some strange things happening in the WWE universe that we're going to have to discuss. Um, NWA had some stuff to talk about, which is which is unheard of, I think, for a while. And uh, we, as normal, like we are the voice of the voiceless. We give you the stage first. Uh, but but we do we need to talk about something that uh, Tom and I have invested in. And by investing... Yeah, we got to talk about our financial update, our weekly yeah. financial update, the MJF coin. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, Tim, I know we've had some bumpy uh, waters recently, but we have been on a little bit of a of a come up in the last couple of weeks. I I predict. Here's my hot take of the week. You ready for the hot take of the week? It I'm has ready. nothing to do with pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. I believe this is going to be the biggest jump we see with the coin as we go into All Out. So that's my prediction. I am happy to announce that you are correct because we had a 26% increase this week. We're still down 72%, but that's a 6% gain uh, over last week. So we are back on the come up. We are back headed to the moon as opposed to away from it, which is always better. Right? I mean, out of those two options, you want to be going to the moon, not away from the moon. And not to... uh, foreshadow too much my all-out picks but i think post all-out we are gonna have this coin going up even farther so stay tuned for what i mean by that mm-hmm. hey hmm. and as you mentioned uh that is our financial update the mgf coin update of the week but as you mentioned we are doing a new format with the show we are letting the listeners and the viewers have their voice heard first because again we are realigning with our uh, community we want to hear from you we want you guys and girls to pick out the topics so let's start with tweet the table yes hashtag tweet the table is a fun interactive segment of this show that we kick off the show with because we are now since cm punk retired we are the voice of the voiceless we are giving you a chance to be heard all you have to do is use hashtag tweet the table when you're watching wrestling even if you just have one wrestling thought randomly Get on your Twitter machine. We're at Table Show if you want to follow us. That would be nice. But use hashtag Tweet the Table, and we will read it here. Give you the stage. Let the world hear from you. By the way, find all the links you need to everything. SpanishNounceTable.net. If you're hearing this on the podcast, know that there's a YouTube live show is what this is. You can check us out Thursday nights. Let's just get into it, Tom. By the way, we have a few... uh, uh, you're going to notice a theme with this Tweet the Table. It's primarily one person because it's uh, one of our oldest and longest true listeners, and he's going to show everybody how it's done so everybody can kind of get back into the flow of this, right? You know what I mean? Definitely. Everybody's yep. got a little, he's going to teach you how to do this thing, and that is uh, at, he's going to go by two different names this week, but it's at A-U-C-Cata, and he says, I really hope we get to hear from Darby Allen on this week's episode of AEW Dynamite. Talk about his match with CM Punk. I personally don't want or feel it needs any physical altercation leading up to the match at All Out. Hashtag tweet the table. Um, well, he did. He got his wish. We did hear from Darby Allen, and uh, I, I like Darby Allen's yeah. promo. Yeah, what a cool promo. What a way to switch the tables on CM Punk, where CM Punk says, if I was 15, Darby Allen would be my favorite wrestler. And Darby Allen says, well, guess what? When I was 15, you were my favorite wrestler. I like that aspect. I also like the aspect of Darby Allen saying, hey, 
I'm still going to beat you. He's not fanboy fanboy yeah. to the point where it's just like, I'm going to be happy to be in the ring with you. It's no, you were my favorite. And now I'm going to make my idols, my rivals. Well, a key thing that he said here too, is that he said, uh, he goes, but I'm kind of insulted. Like I'm first on your list. That in the case that like, there's more on your list that like yeah. you think I'm an easy victor. Like I should have been last on your list. And that yeah. is that little tension. Like you mentioned now, I know what, what Katahira is saying. Like he doesn't need it or prefer it, but I think it helps. Like, because look, I, I have never really been interested in the standup of going like bravo, sir. Especially when I, I know this is a scripted show, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it's really like, I, I get that of the performers already, even when there is the tension in the storyline, I'm already like, man, I really appreciate mm-hmm. these two guys working hard together to put on a great show. Like that's, that's already inherent for me. So, um, I prefer this little bit of tension and then they even sprinkled it in with the sting stuff and the attack from 2.0 on CM Punk, which hot damn 2.0. How cool are they? I tell you what, how, man, you know, we were talking off air about during this pandemic, which is still going on, but during this pandemic, you know, the releases that got the wrestling world talking, right? The Bray Wyatt's, where will Bray Wyatt go? Before that, where will Aleister Black go? Well, Everrise in NXT got released and it was almost to the, to really the IWC and uh, the consensus was, oh man, well, hopefully they can land on their feet. And here they are. The first people with Daniel Garcia to attack CM Punk, the first people to get physical with CM Punk was not Darby Allen, was not Sting, was not John Moxley. It was 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. And so credit to them for, you know, having a real bumpy road there towards the end of NXT and obviously getting released and saying like, no, we're going to be the most charismatic heels in the hottest company in the world. So credit yeah, to them, man. I'm excited for that. And, and yeah, it was that we were kind of like, oh. Poor guys, man. Maybe they'll wind up on Impact or something. Yeah. And we'll see what know? they do. But I want more of them. I wouldn't mind seeing them up against like a Young Bucks, uh, you know what I mean, going for the titles and stuff like that. I, obviously, these are both playing the same role right now. But mm-hmm. but yeah, they played that great mid-card, you know, fill-in, plug-and-play heels where you could put it with any two baby faces that you may want to have face off with each other. You know, if you want to create tension between Eddie Kingston and John Moxley, use 2.0. You know, you want some tension even if they go babyface with the Young Bucks or Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, use 2.0. Also Daniel Garcia as well, but like the the collection of the three of them are awesome. Red Death. I still think though Danny Garcia. Yeah, good he's name. great. That's a good name. Uh but I just 2.0, the you want to taste? Huh? You <laughs> want to taste? I just they're so fun. They are fun. God. Yeah. They're everyone's delusional uncle at the cookout, you know? Huh? Yeah. You want to taste? You want to taste? Tell you what, back back in 86, I had four touchdowns in the state championship. You want to mm-hmm. taste? It's like, mm-hmm. no, man. You didn't play football. <laughs> and if you are that delusional uncle, we want to hear from you. Use hashtag tweet the table. We're going to tell the world your thoughts just like we're doing here with at Devil Vamp, who says, who the fuck cares about Giannis or what the fuck ever? Who is this person? I don't care. Stop showing him. Hashtag AEW Rampage, hashtag Tweet the Table, and man, Devil Vamp's wrong here, right? Like, this take is just wrong, <laughs> right? Yeah it's, yeah, it's wrong. Giannis was, even if you didn't know who he was, how could you not feel his energy and his excitement about it? Like, he was just as excited as you were just for you to be like, 
fuck that guy. If there was a random guy in the crowd and he was sitting next to you, you'd be like, stop being so fucking excited. I'm trying to be excited here. <laughs> like, yeah. just, like, I get, like, I get maybe what you're saying. Like, why do they keep showing him? But they keep showing him because he's one of the biggest names in, in the nation right now. Well, and on top of that, he was sitting in a spot where you couldn't even ignore him, even if you didn't show him. He was so tall. Nine, he was to the second row. nine foot four. Yeah, he was so tall that his mannerisms were overpowering the match at certain yeah. times. So you just got to take the camera and say, like, we're going to show him from this angle. And to your point, even if he was no famous person ever, right? If he was just random nine foot four guy. He was going to be shown because of his mannerisms. He was going to be Brock Lesnar guy, except for nine foot four guy. Now, to explain it for maybe people who don't know who Giannis is, he is the uh, finals MVP. He's a former league MVP. He just won the NBA World Championship. He's probably one of the three best basketball players in the world. They're in his home city. And as everyone does in every aspect of uh capitalism you want to be with the cool people when the cool people look at your thing you show them looking at your thing so it's just a tried and true method i get that maybe there was a couple more shots than probably was needed but i think it was because maybe they were shocked of how into this he was right maybe they had planned for hey we're gonna do two shots of Giannis, you know clapping but every lucha bros counter and jungle boy you know top rope move he was flipping out so credit to them it was great and by the way, did you see, I sent it to you, uh, I think it's on Twitter somewhere, but Tony Khan introducing Giannis. Oh, yeah. Going through so, puberty. Good so night. fanboy. That was so great. <laughs> Giannis, I'm the cock the It was like, calm down, my guy. <laughs> it's, he's going to be fine. He's walking out. You met him before. Yeah. <laughs> it was just so fun. Tony Khan, man. What a dork. Love that guy. Uh, providing such great entertainment and and being a fan and, and you know i'm giving him shit here for being the type of guy that cracks his voice when it introduces a superstar like Giannis. but it also shows like he's invested he's into this he's having fun so he good is, for him you know and i think i read an interview here too where it's just like i mean you can you can tell when he speaks about this and kind of what his plans are and stuff that like he is trying to do this in a smart business way because i mean he comes from a smart business family and knows what he's doing mm -hmm. but also this is something he's passionate about and when you marry those two together man you can get some dangerous results man it, oh yeah good dangerous right Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. yeah I, I i thought the whole Giannis experience was, was a lot of fun good yep. for them. yeah yeah all right back into some more aw stuff from at auc kata says ah oh, fuck if penelope ford is aligned with the bunny does that mean she's also in the hardy family office because the last thing that stable needs is more members straight face hashtag yeah. aw rampage hashtag tweet the table and he's not wrong like i, I Get everybody away from Matt Hardy at this point on TV, man. Like, I just, uh, it's, it's too much. I I don't think she joined the Hardy family. I don't think so I think either. this yeah. this feels like, well, if we talk about uh, last night's AEW Dynamite, it feels a lot like how Anna Jay and Tay Conti are friends, but Tay Conti is not official member of the Dark Order, right? She's not coming out with Join the Dark Order. She's not claws up. She's not doing that. But connected at the hip with Tay Conti is Anna Jay. Anna Jay is in the Dark Order. She is the female presence in that group. So I think that's what we're doing here with Penelope Ford and the Bunny, where Penelope Ford is like, hey, Bunny's my best friend. 
we're going to be uh, going into this battle royal, taking every taking every woman all off the or over the top rope. But I don't know about that hardy guy. I don't know about private party. I'm not into parties. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm over here with the yeah, weirdos yeah. and butchering the blade. You know, it would be fun. She's like that. Matt Hardy guy is creeping me out. He, yeah, looking at me hey, weird. Well, that would be funny if she thought that they were too, or that Hardy and the private party were too creepy for Butcher and the Blade. Like, hey, (laughs) you sure you want to run with those guys? And it's like, have you seen us? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. But I'm excited for this uh, uh, Women's Battle Royal. I know we're going to give our picks here, you know, later on in the show. But another twosome that's going into this Battle Royal, uh, I don't know if we're going to talk about it and tweet the table. But if you saw Jade Cargill and Nyla Rose take out Thunder Rosa and then have their own little beef kind of there for a Another second. Another one rising to prominence in my mind every time is this Mark Sterling guy. Oh, he's the best. Oh, also, also, if you caught Homecoming Night 2, GCW's Homecoming Night 2, mm. after Mark, Codo- Mark, Car- Mark Cardona. Matt me. Cardona. There you go. Mark. Oh, yeah, Mark Sterling, Matt Cardona. Yeah. After Matt Cardona won the championship. From Nick Gage at night one, night two, Mark Sterling came out and addressed the GCW crowd on behalf of Matt Cardona. So, yeah, he's doing great in GCW. He's doing great in AEW. He's so good. He's on that uh, on that action figure podcast with all of them. Mm. I don't listen to it, but uh, he's fun. He's great. I like him. Yeah, he's, he's I like good. him a lot. He's good stuff. All right, at AUC Canada again says, hey, Ty... Ty Conti would be in the title picture against the doc. If I had the pencil hashtag tweet the table hashtag AW dynamite. And of course by the doc, he means the D M D. Um, what that, that wouldn't be bad again. I don't think ties. I think Ty's still improving in wrestling and obviously has, you know what I mean? The, the martial arts background. Um, but I mean, obviously there's still work to be done on like character building and, and promo stuff like that. But I mean, that doesn't mean you can't be up against the champ for a good, you know what I mean? Good little few. Oh, definitely. Now, again, I think the biggest hardship we have with any Britt Baker feud right now is she's kind of trolling us. You know, she talked about the biggest free agent signing. It was her, not her boyfriend. Ha ha ha. Got us all right. Well, she but, said she signed a long-term contract. And if that's real, that's awesome too. Oh, that's great. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that move. I just think we still want to cheer her. And she's doing everything she can to say, like, nah. So and it's, she's got Rebel you know, and she's got, um, what's the new one's name again? Jamie Hayter. And she was like, so they're Jamie entering the, the Casino Battle Royale. And she's like, and if one of them win, if if Jamie wins, <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> just like, yeah, she knows. Yeah, oh, it's so funny. Yeah. So funny. And Jamie still hasn't done the DMD. I love that they all do yes. it, even Tony. And she just goes, and, and this is prime for, I, th- I mean, I think the byproduct of this too is like, if she does keep laying it on thick and kind of get throwing shade at Rebel, like Rebel can carry something. Like some of that will rub off on Rebel and she'll get a huge face turn out of that. Oh, so good. oh again, I think the end goal for this three woman stable is to have Rebel be the talking uh, mouthpiece for Jamie Hader. And then you position Jamie Hader and Rebel against Britt Baker. Back to Kata's comment though, with Ty Conti, I will say this, whether it's Elevation, whether it's Dark, whether it's Dynamite, when she comes out, she has that Bailey energy, like early NXT mm-hmm. Bailey energy, where it's just like, yeah, I'm smiling too. 
Why? I don't know. She's smiling. I'm smiling. We're happy. This is fun. Isn't this fun? Wrestling's fun. I like her. Like she just has that, right? Yeah. You know, she's, she comes out, she, she smiles. It's the most genuine, just nicest energy you could have in pro wrestling with having the credibility of like, try me motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I'm a black belt in judo. I will fucking throw you on your head in a second, you know, for all for all. Right. But then it's like, but hey, who wants to get their nails done? Let's do our nails. Bitch, try me. Mm-hmm. Nails. It's like, you know what I mean? They just do. She's She just has it's that so great too. Well, credibility. It is that that like, I think if you saw her in, in public, like if you were at a bar and you might, you might recognize that like she's not unfit, but like, I think mm-hmm. there's that chance that you're talking like there would be a female who would be like, fuck this little, you know what I mean? If they got mad and would try to shove her around and then she would just mm-hmm. unload Death oh, even on some this guys. Person. Yeah, even dudes. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, she would kick the shit out of me if I was there trying to, like, you know what I mean? Get hands yeah. and feely mm-hmm. on her or something like that. Never do that again. And uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, I just think I just think her character works so well to be in the title picture. Now, I liked when she took on Hikaru Shida, and it was Shida versus Tai Conti for the championship. But it felt a little bit too much like what we were talking about earlier with CM Punk and, and Darby Allen, where it's like, hey, that's great. You guys like each other, and there's respect, but I need something. If you put Britt Baker and Tai Conti, that's a marriage made in heaven with booking. The only problem, again, is that we want to cheer Britt Baker. And so it's going to be Ty Conti's in a lose-lose situation. She's going to get booed even though she's doing her role exceptional. Yeah. Well, you know who else is doing exceptional is Kata for all these hashtag tweet the tables. And we want you to play along too. We are now the voice of the voiceless. You can be heard. Whatever wrestling thought you have, share it with us. Use hashtag tweet the table on Twitter. We're going to read it here and then we'll discuss. We'll let, we'll let folks discuss with us back. If you were on the YouTube show right now, you could chat with us. Chat with yeah. us live while we're doing the show. We want you to, I don't know, give us your like us. inner mo Yeah, please like us. We want your innermost <laughs> thoughts. We want it. We want we want to give you the stage. All right, now let's go back to Kata, and he says, Naomi's the newest member of the SmackDown roster. Did I miss an episode of the draft? Why the change? Well, I thought she was already on SmackDown. This shit is so confusing. Hashtag tweet the table. And yeah, there is a lot of confusing shit. Uh, in the WWE universe. And we're going to talk even more about it later in the show, specifically in regard to NXT, but like with this SmackDown stuff. Yeah. I mean, like I just don't, Naomi is back. Okay. Or you're going to like put her on SmackDown, but like this is this, this is the most creative thing you came up with here. Yeah. I think the, you know, the underlying tone here is that Sonya Deville was like, fuck her. Right. Like that's going to be the tension is, Hey, I'm in charge, but I don't want you on my show. Naomi can't be denied because she's so good. What do we do? Here's the story. And that's a fine story, especially for Naomi, who's got zero stories uh, that have been fun in her career since back to being a Funkadactyl, right? Now, I get why if you break kayfabe, I mean, I'm serious. Like, that was the, the last, last time, time she had she a had, fun story. Last mark. time she did something fun, fun was in the name of the character. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, you know, she's had little moments, you know, when she was with the Usos for that split second, you know, all that stuff. Now, again, if you're breaking kayfabe, you understand the reasoning, right? We're back on the road. We want married couples to stay together because we don't want our wrestlers to be unhappy. So, of course, she's going to go to SmackDown. 
That totally of makes sense. Hundred percent. Now, what Kata brings up though is that you couldn't wait three weeks. Like, were they going to get a divorce if she <laughs> right. wasn't on the show until yeah. after the draft? Like, come on. And then the other well, point why that she I was involved make, in the bloodline, like that would be infinitely more exciting than this. <laughs> like, I yeah. Just, I don't... Oh, well, storyline wise. Yeah, we need to jump into that head first. But the other thing that I was going to say, and this is more of a high level overview of WWE. And this is one of the examples you would bring up is if WWE was a scene from a movie, it would be the band on the Titanic as they start to get their instruments as the fucking ship sinks. Like they're going to try. They're going to, they're not going to do well. It's what they know, but they're sinking. It's just a horrible product. I can't, I'm being serious. Like I'm not trying to like, Oh, I don't like it. Cause I'm an AEW Mark. I am an AEW Mark. I love them. But on the other hand, there's just, what is the compelling well, story? And I know everybody, like the people who want to be a contrarian when we discuss this and say, well, they're making more money than ever. Like there was still a climax for WCW and then it sharpened up, like, you know what I mean? It went down. That means people realized before the climax, like, hey, this kind of sucks. And then they started going away. That's mm -hmm. where we're at now, I think. Like, sure, the storm is coming, though. Like, this is terrible shit. Like, it's oh, just yeah. bad. <laughs> Yeah, and if you wanted to say, like, oh, money equals the best, let me remind you, in the world of music, Ashley Simpson at one time had the number one album in the country, and she can't sing. So let's not say that, like, because I make money, that means I'm good. That doesn't – that's not true. Yeah, nobody's that's saying Walmart is the best way to shop. Like, is that exactly. the most preferred way to fucking – Right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. All right. <laughs> at AUC Kenna says, Kevin Owens is rocking a tie tonight for the commentary gig. He's such a professional. Hashtag SmackDown. Hashtag Tweet the Table. Kevin Owens is another one. I don't where, like it. Do what? You don't like it? I don't him? like it. No, no, I like him, but oh. I don't like the tie. Yeah. Hey, don't you're, sell him you're out. You're supposed to be the fucking, yeah, you're supposed yeah. to be the guy who doesn't do that. Now, if yeah. he's doing it to mock it. Right. Right. But, yeah, you know. The thing with Kevin Owens is You see Eddie like, Kingston. Go ahead. I was going to say, you see Eddie Kingston on uh, Elevation, and he's still wearing his Tupac shirt in mm, his Timberlands. Like, yeah. come on, Kevin. You're the everyday guy. Don't do that shit. So the thing with Kevin Owens, and this is kind of this goes back to what we were saying with 2.0, right? These Those guys, they get released. They were doing kind of next to nothing, and, and then they show up here, and they're having fun. Like, we saw – we're going to talk about it maybe coming up here in a little bit. We saw uh, Santana and Ortiz versus FTR, like – even when those guys are in WWE or get a chance to do it, like they just don't get the same chance to tell storylines. Like Kevin Owens could be, I mean, people want to love that guy, especially when you yeah! let him like tell the story he wants to tell, and they just won't, like they just won't get out of their own goddamn way sometimes because it's got to be Brock Lesnar instead of fucking Kevin Owens, and that's why we fucking want to watch these other programs mm -hmm. now because they're telling the better stories with yeah. the better people that like the people that we care about and letting them be artists. Yeah, it's yeah, it's more and again, maybe we're getting too much into the weeds here, but how it feels to me is AEW says, "Hey, what is it that you want? Here you go." And WWE is saying, "You like this." And we're like, "But it's 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 gasoline." Yeah, it's yeah, but drink that. it. And we're going to talk <laughs> like, about no. NXT coming up soon later, but like it's even that like it's that you want this and we know you want it so much that like we're going to train wrestlers to only do this because we know you want it. And we're like, "That no." No, we're like, no, we're going to train this other stuff out of them because you don't want that. You want this. We're like, no, we actually do want 
that. Yeah. And they're like, nope, nope, can't be left-handed. Fucking go right-handed. You know what I mean? Like, right. like fuck, yeah. guys. Yeah, anyway, not to get too down. Let's cut back. Well, let's keep it down. At AUC Kata says, WWE sure knows how to beat a fucking pay-per-view theme into the ground, although there's no help in that SummerSlam theme. And it's just that thing. It's very formulaic, right? For a while, they used to do these things where music and everybody was like, the music is really cool. So they were like, oh, yeah? And then they went to like, well, we'll sell up. You know what I mean? Like, you'll get to be the feature music for this. And now it's so formulaic and it's so forced every time. It's like, thanks to the music. And it's like, God. And it sucks, right? They pick a song at random. They don't actually find something people probably really like. You know what I mean? It's just weird. They just, it's so corporate and so out of touch anymore. Yeah, it. it- it's just they're on autopilot. I really feel like that. They they just they're it's like, hey, you want to try something new? No. Yeah. Well, why not? I just don't want to. They they feel like, and again, I'm gonna be making an MMA comparison here, uh, but they feel like the UFC, where it's you know what the most important thing is? Content. Okay, cool, but like, do you want to make that original or different? No. Well, why not? Because it's just content. They say we need 300 hours. They don't say we need 10 moments this year. There's a difference. And that's what both of these companies are doing where it's rinse repeat. And you can't tell the difference between one UFC card and the next. And you can't tell a difference between one SmackDown and the next one or one raw and the next one. You can't tell the difference. I could not for the life of me. Tell me what the, what the last three names of WWE pay-per-views were who wrestled on them what they were yeah because like, it's rinse repeat it's rinse repeat it's just yeah in it's fact just the content. last three we were probably content. the same card yeah yeah it's the contracts that they've signed that says we will provide x number of hours mm-hmm. will those hours be good we don't fucking care because the tv industry is trying to not make you be a cord cutter so they're saying live content live you want to know this content information so don't dvr it and that's what they're banking on they're just banking on content hours that's all it is ufc and wwe same fucking company just well, dum-dums Well, we're not dum-dums because we give you a voice. We want to make this show what you want, and that we do that through hashtag Tweet the Table just like we did here. That was the last of them. But hashtag Tweet the Table on Twitter with any of your wrestling thoughts. If everybody gave us one a week, we'd have everybody could be heard, right? The whole world could be heard, right? We could do this forever. Now, uh, we will remind you before we move on to talk about some of the other stuff that didn't get picked up in the Tweet the Tables. Go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net. We've got all kinds of stuff up there. We've got a merch link if you want to buy some shirts right, and some other things that we've got on our on our merch store. We've got to donate. If you want to be the beer sponsor of the week, you donate some money. Tell us to go grab some beers, and we'll we'll tell everybody how great you are. Um, yep. You know, All of our links to social media up there, current videos, all that kind of stuff. So do that for us. And, uh, yeah, I did a I did a new segment this week because I missed my instant reaction to Rampage because I was working the Invicta fights. By the way, watch that main event knockout. Knockout of the year. Incredible. Sounded like a goddamn shotgun went off when she kicked her in the head. Anyhow, so I did a new segment called Breakfast and Body Slams. I love it. So check out where I ate my actual breakfast, which was eggs, uh, pork chops, and bacon. And then I did some review of Rampage. So there you go. Yeah. It was fun. I hope you guys liked it. There. Oh, you got to go protein. Protein is what gets you to lunch, right? Like if you don't do protein, you do carbs, you're done by 1030. Oh, yeah. So you got to do protein. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you do I carbs liked it. You and a wake I, and bake. You're just fucked. 
Yeah, don't God, do that. No, wait, wait. But hey, if you liked it, let me know. I can do more Breakfast and Body Slams. I can do whatever topic you would like for me to cover in the morning. Get some hey, coffee. If, you want to talk about wrestling? Let's do it. If it's a success, maybe we'll start doing some dinner and drop kicks. You know what I mean? Oh, right? I like you know that. Some, some lariats and lunch. Yeah, some lariats and lunch. Right? <laughs> yeah. Man, we got all kinds of shit. Hey, by the way, we trademarked all those as officially property of Spanish. <laughs> right right That's ours. That's ours. <laughs> you son of a bitch. All right, so <laughs> we had Rampage. We had Dynamite. Uh, we do this on Thursday nights for anybody not with us live. So we're right sandwiched in between Dynamite and Rampage. But we had a last Rampage. We had a Dynamite. I think the biggest thing we want to talk about out of all those is this potentially last match for Cash Wheeler and the FTR against uh, Santana and Ortiz. Like, I, I feel like yeah. they, I felt like they were like, hey, we got to get this match in because we don't know if this guy's going to be able to like continue his career is the way they've made it seem. Well, and it, it definitely felt like the the – end point of this rivalry because as they mentioned the last time that we saw santana and ortiz put on the face paint was when they were in the uh the the cage match right mm -hmm. so that's a big time moment this felt like a big time moment and they brought it this was great i will say that cash if this is true that this was his last match you couldn't have to told me that it was because he acted you know and performed just as he has you know, this entire time in AEW, there was no drop off in his uh, athleticism or performance. He did really well. I mean, everyone in this match did really well. And I thought it was a great, it almost felt like a pay-per-view quality match. I almost think, uh, again, we're going to talk about all out here in just a moment. Uh, the news about all out was that Andrade versus Pac has been canceled. They'll be moved to a future rampage because of travel issues. I kind of feel like you know, dynamite is dynamite is dynamite. Dynamite this episode was amazing. However, if this was going to be the last match and with that audible of the canceled match, maybe you slot that in all out. I would have maybe done that. If we know that this is going to be the last match for uh, FTR, it would have been cool to go out on pay-per-view. Nonetheless, though, this was really good. Santana and Ortiz pick up the victory, which again, if you are going out, you go out on your shield. I like that. But who knows? This could just be an overreaction. We could be getting worked. It could be like, oh, hey, course. this is a serious injury, but it's only three months, not my career. Right. So, Or it could be like, hey, right now he's not regaining feeling, but he could in three months. I mean, those things happen, oh, right? You know. And, and look at pro wrestling's recent history with Edge and Daniel Bryan. Now, those were head injuries and things like that. Well, but but like, medical science even is. That's what I'm saying. Same. Modern medicine can definitely get you and back to where you need to. To some point, if he's to a certain level, well, so you're not doing a whole lot of test the strength or you're not doing a whole lot of things where you got to like handle a guy like you know what i mean steve austin had to change his wrestling style and he became the biggest star in fucking wrestling so and it's know. tag wrestling too so he doesn't have right. to be in there 24 7 so. yeah we're not necessarily writing this guy off i'm not saying like he's done but um you know on the rampage rampage side of things speaking of tag team matches jurassic express versus lucha bros oh my goodness was just here's what i'll say here's what i'll say for the ftr santana and ortiz to have that old school traditional style of mm. wrestling with violence and we're we blood feud and you know this is a real fight kind of feel this six-man tag was just flips and shits and hey how are we doing ba -ba -da -ba -da -ba -da -ba. and it was so much fun it was the polar opposite of tag matches but it was also just as entertaining yeah, yeah. um uh, and as I said on the on the, uh, the rampage, you know the the Lucha Bros and the Jurassic Express, and that's going to lead us into the All Out, which we'll make picks for. That was a hell of a match. 
the Lucha Express, uh, Jurassic Express, excuse me, not the Lucha, you know, mixing those two names mm-hmm. again. Uh, Jurassic Express, every time they come out, they need to, so like this week they ran out to make the save uh, on Dynamite, and, you know, that music hits. Everybody wants to sing into oh. the thing, like, you, you can't let them run out and save a thing and play the music because the crowd's not going to care. They're just going to be doing the, oh, 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 like, while they're kicking ass. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, yeah, that's right. They're fighting again. Yeah, you got to separate those two, I think. Well, it feels like, now, obviously, uh, credit to Public Enemy. They were amazing. But when Public Enemy came out, it was, we're all doing this. Mm. Hey, by the way, you're going to wrestle, but we're going to party. And I'm not saying that obviously Public Enemy and Jurassic Express vibes are completely different, but it feels like, to your point, when Jurassic Express comes out, if you're going to have them do a run-in, man, that's the third thing that the crowd's thinking about. We're first talking about singing, we're second thinking about doing this, and third, oh hey, uh, Luchasaurus did a choke slam on someone. Yeah, it was fun. You know, it was great. Yeah. Uh, the other part I wanted to ask you about that I feel again is getting swept under the rug as far as storylines. It was our uh, mandatory Team Taz segment for three seconds here. Powerhouse Hobbs and Brian Cage. Brian Cage loses to Powerhouse Hobbs. I think that was the right move as far as like future trajectory, right? Yes. But but Brian Cage then just loses all the time now Look, Team Taz? I, Brian Cage is a guy who I feel like is going to get washed out here because – I don't know that I see anything in Brian Cage that's like he's going to carry the storyline for me and make me like really get behind him. It works better as a heel where I want to get behind the other person. And that's not the position he's in here. And the roster is getting more bloated. And it just feels like he's one of those guys where like he can probably hold a world title in some of the other organizations or he can do nothing here, you know? And I just. Or you, or as we've discussed, you make Elevation a more storyline driven show. You yeah, have him featured on there, something like that. You know, give him the give him the yellow light for a little while while other people are getting the green light. Because look, Powerhouse Hobbs, I'm more interested in. I like, I'm liking that guy more each time I see him. Like he's getting say, it more, you know. But I will say the athleticism from Brian Cage oh, just God, jumps yeah. off the screen. Yeah, he's the type of guy where you can show a casual fan, you can show your your brother who watched in '99, and you say, "Watch this guy," and they're like, "Who the well, fuck you know is what that?" that means. It's great for the kickoff show. Yeah, but well, hey, look, he had remember, a great kickoff show. Yeah, yeah. the with uh, Hangman Adam Page. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that is the role that he wants to fill, there's Fucking worse things exactly. to do, right? So got me pumped. Yeah, it's it. just, it's just he his athleticism is so unreal that I feel like you gotta capitalize somewhere with him. You know, somewhere. An X division needs to come up or something for AEW, and he can lead that division. Or he's he's so out of this world, unique that like because honestly, and I know age is going to play into a factor here. But if I say here's your three options, you get Wardlow, you get Jake Hager, and you get Brian Cage. Who are you taking, honestly? I yeah, Cage. But like so. Here's the thing: he's gonna he's gonna leave AW. He's gonna go to the new NXT, and he's gonna like they're gonna dress him up like a real machine, and he's gonna be the machine over there, and he's gonna do his flips and shit over there on the new colorful NXT. More on that later. Man, I'm right. You made that. Yeah, you I'm made gonna, that happen. Yeah, you made. I put that into the universe. God so, damn it! I put it Tim. into the universe. It's gonna go into the universe. All right. <laughs> MJF's sit down interview with Tony Schiavone, and just 
If I'm giving a chef's kiss for this one. Yeah. God great. damn. So good. And Tony Schiavone, like, just start off, he's like, I'm sitting here with the most disgusting person I know. He's like a real piece of shit or whatever. He got, you know, and he was like, yeah. this is uncomfortable for me, honestly. I'm like, yeah. I loved it. God, I love oh, it. Oh, Tony was great all night because obviously that sit down interview with MJF. But then when Don Callis joins, he's like, you scumbag. Why yeah. are you here? Like, it's just MJF great. here. I mean, comparing Jericho to Muhammad Ali, which was great oh, comparison. Perfect. Yeah. And just saying, like, you can't, you're not, like, you, you'll never self-elect to go, so I've got to end this for you, right? Because that's going to make, like, because you crave this. You, like, yeah. oh, oh, and credit to And credit to Chris Jericho when he comes out. Oh, now, yeah. his his interview was a little bit more promo than interview, much like MJF's was. Mm -hmm. But his emotion, I felt like he was going to cry there towards the end when he was like, and you're not going to beat me. Like, Which, if he doesn't lose, like he's hella working us real good right there with oh, the tears and the fucking... Yeah, yeah, this is the best work he's ever done if he's going to win, which we'll get into our yeah, picks again. <laughs> uh, what do you think about this whole um, Malachi Black and Lee Johnson? Well, Lee Johnson's going to get served up here, but I feel like they may find a way to work in where lee johnson gets a few things and we're like oh wow lee johnson's impressive but malachi black's still standing there looking as the it's easy fodder to continue this evil character he's gonna do something where we're like jesus christ stop hurting the kid you know what i mean like take the and raven will, out of his ass like you know or whatever yeah. i will say credit to to black here for coming in obviously he got the cody rub right off the bat but then said you know what i'll work with lee johnson again we're going into the pay-per-view event of the year. It could have easily been Malachi Black backstage saying, like, that's great. Let me work with Miro. Let me work with Eddie Kingston. Let me work. You know what I mean? He could have pushed that. So for him to say, I'll work with Lee Johnson. I see good things in Lee Johnson. Breaking kayfabe, I respect that. To your point, if we're keeping a storyline, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. If Lee Johnson gets the first victory over, yeah, Malachi gets like a Black. surprise victory, and then he gets his fucking receipt later. It, right? Yeah, but drives him I'm, even more crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, it's interesting. Maybe the eye gets worse, right? If he loses, then it just takes up his whole yeah. face. Uh, I just thought it was very interesting that Malachi Black going into the event of the year. You can't think of his whole face. He's going to be bordering on blackface here too soon, man. He needs the well. He has the white. He has the white in it. Yeah, I know what you're the saying. eye there. Um, yeah. Hey. Orange Cassidy, they're still trying to make this Matt Hardy, Orange Cassidy thing happen. Again, I love Orange Cassidy. As you can tell, if you're watching the YouTube video, this is the hat I am wearing. I got it at the first and only AEW show I've been at, so credit to AEW for coming to Kansas City. Do it again. I will say, though, yeah, do it more. Do it every week. I would love it. Uh, I would buy tickets. I just, Orange Cassidy is awesome. And Orange Cassidy is the entertaining part of this feud. If it was me, Tony Khan, if you're listening, let's just substitute Hardy family with wingmen and you got gold. I think you got gold with a JD Drake versus Orange Cassidy. I think you got gold with a Ryan Neiman and pretty Peter Avalon versus the best friends or this version of the best friends. Like there's so much you can do. If you have pretty Peter Avalon getting pulled on his sexy sleigh, Next to Chris Statlander, right there is gold, comedy gold. Pretty Peter Avalon and Chris Statlander. I mean, that's the segment right there. Yeah. But what do we got? We got Matt Hardy with his Hulk Hogan limp and just, uh, receding hairline trying to make a feud. It's just, nope, go to dark, buddy. 
Yeah, it's not good. I don't like it. Um, what else happened here? Oh, uh, <laughs> out of nowhere, the shock of the night is Billy Gunn pulling a shield on Paul White. So, yeah, let's use this to then springboard into our all-out picks if you want to because I have a theory, and then I think that'll take us into yeah. our all-out picks. Yeah. So, I agree. It was interesting that Billy Gunn would one and the gun club right it was his sons too his sons didn't pull the chair away from him like what are you doing dad it was like well, a, they, yeah, came, they knew the guy. plan they knew the score right yep. yeah and so the interesting part i thought of this whole segment was that billy gunn turns on paul white but then qt marshall oh shit tim god damn it qt all right He's he's our favorite fan, or he's our biggest mm. fan. We're his favorite podcast. We keep promising to get him on. He's probably been on hold for fucking fifty minutes. If he's still, I'm sorry, QT. Listen, QT. Next time. Don't listen to the crowd at dark and the crowd at Dynamite saying QT sucks. QT yeah. sucks. QT don't listen sucks. to your family and friends. QT sucks. QT. You know how it went. It kept going like that for a long, long time. Come on, QT. You know better than that, right? Right? You don't suck, right? Yeah. Anyway, we'll get to you next week, QT. So, yeah, so we'll get to you next week, uh, QT. I will say, though, with Billy Gunn and the Gun Club turning on Paul White, it felt like the factory was not in on this plan and then picked apart Paul White after the Gun Club left. So now, as we go into our all-out picks, my first prediction, I guess you could say, is I don't think we're going to get this QT Marshall, Paul White match. I think they still announced it. We could see something happen tomorrow night on Rampage where Paul White, because of his hip and Billy Gunn hitting that hip, he can't make it to Sunday. Or we get to the night of in a backstage segment where Paul White's laid out and we got a gun club shirt over his head and he doesn't make it to the QT match. I just think we're not doing this match at all out. I think we're going to do it on a future Rampage. I think they realized, hey, I don't think everyone's into this, so let's pivot and go to that. Uh, but that's my first prediction. I, I don't think that match happens. Okay. So, um, all right. Then, yeah, you know, the show on Dynamite ended with uh, the Elite lowering the cage to beat everybody up, which is a decent heel move. You know what I mean? Get you. Some, oh, it was great. Yeah. I liked, I, I definitely liked uh, that more baby faces came out. Dante Martin. Yeah, they tried, uh, right? They tried the Elite help. Hunter yeah. came out to say, like, hey, we can actually help these guys. And the Elite were like, no, you can't. Ha, 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 ha. Gotcha. Marco Stunt. Fuck mm -hmm, you. Mm -hmm. Jurassic Express. Fuck you. Um, or, you know, it was uh, the rest of those those uh talents there but yeah let's get into the picks here all right so i'm gonna pull up aew all out so what got moved to the i forgot what got moved to the buy-in i'm not sure let me so pull it got up moved to the buy-in i think it's the um i think it's the tag match between the hardy family and uh the best yeah. friends so all out 2021 card i've got a card up here if we need to run off it on CBS. all right you got it yeah i got one. you got it from who CBS, the website doesn't seem. It says show preview coming soon. All right, good job. Yeah. We discuss AEW. Could use a little production help. Um, yeah. Let's go off of this here. Twenty-one woman casino battle royal for a future title shot. I like this too. Like, like they're not doing both, right? We're not having a women's in it. Like it's this year. It's the ladies. I like it. I and love Jade it. Cargill I think it's awesome, this, right? Maybe not. They could do the Andre the Giant throw her out, and she doesn't look terrible, right? Hmm. Yeah, that's a 
<laughs> who's all in it? Let me see if I can find a list of who's. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I can buy tickets to this thing, but I can't find the card. That's that's fantastic. All, all elite wrestling. Come on, guys, get your stuff together here. Um. So I okay. So we know it's Anna J. We know it's Tay Conti. We know it's Bunny. We know it's Penelope Ford. We know it's Nyla Rose. We know it's Jade Cargill. We know it's Thunder Rosa. We know it's uh, Jamie Hader. We know it's Rebel. So there's nine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was trying to see. Here we go. What else Women. we got here? Six participants added. This is from 23 hours ago. Let's see here. All right. The Women's Casino Battle Royal. Others announced for the Battle Royal include Jade Cargill, Kira Hogan, Hikaru Shida. Oh, Kira Hogan. Yeah, Hikaru Shida, Emi Sakura, right? Sakura? Emi Sakura. Thunder Rosa, Ty Conti, Julia Hart, Big Swole, The Bunny, Red Velvet, Penelope Ford, Nyla Rose, and Diamante. Uh, Abaddon, Kylan King, Layla Hirsch, Rebel, Jamie Hayter. Anna All right, let, let's have some fun here. Let's have mm-hmm. some fun here. So you have that full list. Let's go with, because battle royals are so hard, right? Yeah. Let's go with who we think and then a dark horse. Let's do two picks here because yep. that's fun. So I'm going to go, my pick is Jade Cargill. Mm-hmm. But my dark horse, I think they might do a revamp and say, hey, she got a haircut. She's a former champ. She's coming back for that championship, Hikaru Shida. I think Thunder Rosa wins, Ooh. and I think the dark horse is is um, Jade Cargill. Okay. Yeah, I, I think they're going to do the Andre the Giant thing with Jade Cargill because I don't think they're ready. Like, let's put her in a title feud, but I I could see this Thunder Rosa thing like you're talking about, right? Where we get the the oh, showdown, right? Yeah, I cannot wait. Mm-hmm. I just think maybe before we get there. We're going to have Sheeta say, like, oh, you bitches forgot about me? Uh-uh. I think that may happen. That's why okay. I got her as my dark horse. All right. Well, we don't know if we're getting this or not, but Paul White would defeat QT Marshall if the match happens. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. QT's not winning. You know what? Oh, oh. I'm not wagering any points. I'm not wagering any points here. I think I, I, think I just booked it. I think I figured mm-hmm. it out. Oh, Our good buddy QT Marshall, let's hear it. How's he win? Yep. Well, no, 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 oh. no, no, no. Oh. I think I figured it out, Tim. This is what I'm booking, and this is what I think is going to happen. Now, stay with me, okay? I think Rampage. Is that what you say to your wife, too? Stay with me, all right? Please. Hey, yeah, yeah. Please, don't leave me. I'm so lonely. Uh, all I'm doing is talking to my friend. Fucking... Yeah. <laughs> what is what is a 401k? I've never ran that far before. How do I start the dishwasher uh, again? <laughs> yeah. So this is what I think. I think that on Rampage, we're gonna get Paul White health update, but we're still gonna get maybe the the other kids from the Gun Club beat up Paul White, and he's he's limping, right? Mm-hmm. So it all out. We get a health update again. Paul White's going to be fine. Hot psych. All three of them attack him. He doesn't make it out. QT then makes his way to the ring. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, so sorry about your luck, Paul White. Da, 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 da. Lights out. Lights on. We get Daniel Bryan. Mm. 
Bum, ba, da, 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 da. And he beats the shit out of QT. Because who can take an ass whooping better than QT? Nobody. Right? So... Daniel Bryan. That's right. And I did hear that, the, you know, if we're breaking kayfabe and pulling back the curtain, that they were discussing they need to move up the Daniel Bryan debut because they're worried about COVID shutting things down yep. again. I think that's what it is. Or, or, and again, I think it's Daniel Bryan. I think smart money's on Daniel Bryan. But they did allude to it on Dynamite. It could be Adam Cole, baby. Hey, hey. Yeah, word is he's free. Like, could you show know? up any moment. That's what I'm saying. So again, smart money, Daniel Bryan, dark money, or, or uh, uh, small yeah. bet on Adam Cole. But that is my whole prediction. I don't even think this match happens. QT takes a victory lap just to get his ass kicked. Book it. Another easy one to pick here. John Moxley defeats Satoshi Kojima. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Look, I've been researching Kojima because honestly, I'd heard of the name, but I didn't know too much about him. You know, it was one of yeah. those like, okay, I know of him. I've probably seen a match or two, but I didn't know much. This motherfucker is good. Yeah. He is good. I, this might be Dark Horse match of the night. Because John Moxley, if, I, if again, let's break kayfabe here for a second. I think uh, Jonathan Good, you know, that's his, you know, government yeah. name. Mm -hmm. I think he's getting a little pissed of like, hey, I took a shot on this first. Like, I know Chris Jericho was here, but let's be honest, Chris Jericho's past his prime. Like, the real star who put his neck out for this company was me, and now you got Punk and Brian and Cole and Bray Wyatt and Malachi Black, all these motherfuckers trying to steal my shine? Uh-uh. Watch me take over this show. And I think they're going to have this knockdown, drag-out fight. And yes, I do think Moxley wins, but I think this is going to be match of the night. This could be match of the night. Yeah. Well, uh... <sighs> A match I'm looking forward to. Oh, if it's what I think it is, I cannot wait. AEW TNT Championship oh. match. Miro versus Eddie Kingston. There's going to be so much greatness. Oh. It's going to be so good. Take my hand oh. and I'll walk you through hell. Eddie Kingston. That promo was great. The well, the whole, the he was like, I'm going to take your championship because he's like, because if you don't have the championship, well, then you're no longer God's favorite, right? Oh, oh. yeah. And then Miro just coming back and just, I am the redeemer. Well, yeah, I love how just, he's like, you're talking about like, like get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. What he said, he said the redeemer only lays down, uh, or he only stays down for his wife in a hotel bed <laughs> after a fucking victory. <laughs> it's the best. That was the best promo <laughs> of the week was the package between the the promo oh, okay. package with so Eddie quick. Kingston Mirror. It was yeah. so fast and quick and it was so great and it was all it was needed. Like they both were just uh, like you think you fuck like I ain't fucking no. scared of you. But but the oh. take my hand and mm -hmm. I'll walk you through hell. Woohoo. Oh. Yes, this is going Yeah. If we were to rank the most anticipated matches on all outs card for me. Oh yeah. Number 1 is Eddie Kingston oh, Mirror. I cannot wait. For the just the dynamic and the the every man versus the conqueror. I oh. hope these guys stay fucking rivals. Keep forever. it going. Yeah. Keep it I go hope they're like a Cena Orton. I want to yeah. see this all the time. Oh, well, with this match specifically, I've got Miro. I think Miro yes. wins. Yeah. But what I hope for is a time limit draw 
Let's go time limit draw. Let's draw this out. You know, yeah, everything he tries to do to Eddie Kingston, he keeps getting. This is another way to build more of that. Like every man, mm-hmm. I'm gonna fucking give you everything I got to where like he can barely stand, but he's still throwing a nut punch real quick and getting a momentary. You know what I mean? And you can evolve the Eddie Kingston character because you can show when he taps out to or when he says I quit to John Moxley to now not giving up against Miro. You could show that evolution of he's a new man. He is mm-hmm. the every man that everyone can get behind. I hope it's a time limit draw. I'm so excited. You hear that the energy in my voice? Mm-hmm. You see how the show just picks up when we talk about fun here's, wrestling? Here's how fun this is that like you just said I hope for a time limit draw. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I do. This is oh, yeah, yeah. But I got Miro. If, if we're picking, uh, I I think this match is not going to be a time limit draw. Although that's what I would want. Uh, I think we are going to get wins, yeah. Miro wins. The only way I don't see it is like if if Moxley came in because Miro's beating the shit out of Kingston so much that he like did something and caused like maybe a, like a DQ or or somehow Eddie yeah. Kingston gets a win but not the title and then we transfer back again to like Miro versus John Moxley right like yeah the TNT I TNT could see that where they yeah, give Moxley a run with the TNT championship or something you know what I mean like I could see that going on but That's I think Miro call. wins this tag team championship match the Young Bucks Lucha Brothers Steel Cage this one's no. tough I could see it going either way but I think Lucha Brothers might win this Okay, so I just mentioned how if I was going to rank my most anticipated matches, mm. this, Miro, this Eddie Kingston. Well, but this is why. Mm. I don't want anyone to die. Yeah. If okay. you recall, All Out 2019, we had a Canadian destroyer off of a ladder through a table. Now, 2021, and we're going to add a cage? I, I, am, I am fearful that... Again, a lot of attention is going to CM Punk. A lot of attention is going to this championship match with Kenny Omega and Christian Cage. I fear that some of these talents on on this card kind of feel like they're being overlooked, so they're going to go all out, pun intended. And I just don't want Matt Jackson to do a 680 corkscrew powerbomb off the top of the cage and someone dies. It'll be fine because somebody will be holding his hand. While he does it. Well, it, I just, you know, you play with fire too much, and one of these times you get this burned. I wrestling. just, yeah, I just. So, so here, storyline-wise, though, I'm torn here because, like, I. So oh. I think we're not we're not leading to a point where, like, Young Bucks necessarily have to have a major story to lose this title because it doesn't look like, you know, I mean, they're going with this, like, Kenny Omega belt collector, and, and they're all the champs kind of thing. So I think it could be anyone, right? It could be a tag team. And. The Lucha Brothers are just, they're smoking hot right now. Everybody wants to do the Cerro Miedo. You get a good matches out of everybody. I feel like them up against uh, Santana and Ortiz right away is a great feud to start seeing. Oh, come on. Yeah. Lucha Bros, Santana and Ortiz, yeah. take my money. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I'm going Lucha Bros. I'm going Zero Miedo. Ha-ha. That's where I'm going. All yeah, right. fuck the Young Bucks. <laughs> okay. AEW Women's Championship, Dr. Britt Baker will beat Chris Statlander. There's no chance. Oh, yeah. There's no chance in hell Statlander comes away with this, right? No. Now, I think, again, this could be the seeds, depending on how the card is laid out. Because, again, we don't know specifically the match order. But if what happens in your world where Thunder Rosa wins, I could see Britt Baker retains. Hey, look, I'm running through everyone. No one here can beat me. 
Thunder Rosa stands at the top of the ramp. Oh, shit. We're going to start that. Or I could see Britt Baker wins and Jamie Hayter's like, you know, that, that belt looks cool. Maybe I want that. And then, because I think maybe Britt Baker gets involved and somehow eliminates Jamie Hayter. Like, oh, shit, I actually don't want to fight her and gets her out of the Battle Royal. I don't know if that's really going to happen, but I think we're going to, yeah, I think Chris Statlander, as much as I love the alien and the boop, all that's fun. See ya. We're going Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa, or Jamie Hayter. Chris Jericho's going to retire. No. You don't think so, huh? No, he's not. No. I, I, look, oh. all the elements are there. All the elements are there, Tim. Which means he it has just to put be out a book. Of- yeah, he put out a book of his whole entire career, which is fantastic. I've been reading it. It's, it's not really a book, it's a lot of lists and then yeah, sure. lists within lists and stuff like that. It's fun. Uh, definitely pick it up if you're a Jericho fan. Um, but he has a book about his career. We have Rampage, and Mark Henry's kind of sucking, so we need some help there. We do have a full roster, and Jericho is kind of getting pushed to the side, even though he's on every episode, every segment, seems like. But I don't... I, Jericho has to wrestle Punk. I don't think he does. Jericho, I don't think he does. And I think like he's in that point now. He loves symbolism. He said like this is where he started his main event journey with Chicago, in the fucking building. I, I would not be shocked. I'm going to go ahead and pick MJF to win this. It would make sense, and it would be cool. And if any company is going to do it, it is AEW. I just Jericho and, I and Adam Cole, MJF saying, "I fucking oh. retired." Chris Jericho, the heat, the fucking heat mm. he'll have forever. Especially when they do the like, okay, now it's Jericho's like, like retirement party on on Dynamite, and here comes MJF, fucking. Oh, yeah, and that starts a new over. feud. Whoever tries to like step in the way, it's so. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Jericho's done, man. It's been a great career. Oh, I, I might, it, I might have to put him in my top five at some point. You know what I mean? Like he's just, you know, he's top ten at least for sure. Yeah, upper top. Oh, and if he six seven, if, if he does five. this, yeah, if he does this uh, go away party, and MJF goes like times over grandpa and just fucking digs into his age and yeah. stuff oh yeah oh you'd be like due to our contractual obligations your job actually just ended 30 minutes ago so security and fucking like leads him out like oh here's what i will say mm. though here's what i will say in defense of not putting him on commentary Early on when Jericho was on commentary, we both said this, and I feel like the consensus was Jericho's fun on commentary. Yeah. It was great. Now that fans are back, I think he's trying to be more energetic than the fans. And for the TV audience, they're like, pump the brakes there, Jericho. Maybe shut the fuck up for a minute. So maybe they don't go the commentary route because of the backlash that's early on happening with Rampage yeah. episodes. I mean, look, he's a great ambassador if he's still there, right? Like, doing the interviews, doing the media stuff, fill in as a manager when needed or, you know what I mean, authority figure when needed or et cetera, et cetera. But, I mean, I look, we're not going to get three-star matches out of Jericho anymore. You know what I mean? Like, well, just- yeah, true. And also, he could play the, the angle of, okay, I won't wrestle in AEW, but you know what I want? That Impact Wrestling Championship. Never had that before. And he goes to Impact, yeah. and he forbidden wrestles. door, right? You're right. That's what I'm saying. He could play that angle. 
So, God dang it. Yeah, it's MJF, isn't it? Motherfucker, it's MJF. You're picking MJF? <laughs> God damn it, I got MJF. And, all right, so CM Punk, Darby Allen. And, and here's a bold prediction. CM Punk tears a quad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he rips his Achilles. He's out for six months. If he fucking tears his quad in this match, I fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Both of them. All right. So, <laughs> CM Punk, I think we both think is winning this, but man, I, I would not. I think it would surprise me if Darby Allen wins, but I don't think it would shock me. Um, I'll throw a wrench in, into hmm. this whole uh, story. You think Sting plays a role? So, what if Darby Allen wins because Sting fucking heel moves it up? And even Darby Allen didn't want that, maybe, right? Like, or, or, or did. S- s- or Sting says, hey, man, why you pushing me to the side? You need me to get these big victories. Does it? And Darby's like, I didn't want that. And he's like, no, yeah, you did. Yeah. And then that causes the. Well, you may not have wanted it, but let me tell you, you needed it. Yeah, exactly. And then now we get that. Or. Look, you Sting can't even just, paint your whole face right. You only do half of it, you nerd. <laughs> yeah, idiot. <laughs> I just, I just wonder because Sting did the promo of, hey, I'm not going to be ringside, which feels like pro wrestling. Yeah, I'm but I'm going to do something. Ring. Yeah, I'm going to do something. Ah. Yeah. So mm, that's the angle of maybe we do that. And John Cena turns heel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think I Punk is going to win. I think, yeah. yeah. I feel like we picked hey, everything the same are. except for the casino battle royal. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, um, <laughs> but hey, I mean, I, I feel I think I think we all feel like these are where the storylines are heading. I think if you polled most average fans, this is where these things are going. You all right? Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah, just getting yeah. blown up here with yeah. the fans. They're wanting fans to talk to. I want to make sure you I weren't said, like you join know the you, YouTube. Sure, you, well, somebody wasn't yeah, dying no, or I'm, something yeah. over there. All right, AEW World Championship here. This is the main event, technically. Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage, and Omega wins this. I don't think they're giving Cage both of his, you know, the Impact title and the AEW title, and I just don't think Cage ever really gets a run with the AEW title. So Kenny Omega wins this by hook. Oh, yeah. Right, but. Yeah. Yeah, and again, if we think that the Young Bucks are going to lose the Tag Team Championships, it can't just be a. Well, maybe that's the angle that they go. Is the elite lost everything, but I think Kenny Omega will be like, "Hey, losers! I had to pull my weight, and I did." Where are you guys? You know, maybe some dissension oh, there. Oh, and the Don Callis the Young Bucks already have this like, you fucking sleaze ball, you know what I mean thing. And if that starts happening, because he's like, "Well, you guys clearly couldn't get it done," like, like Kenny mm-hmm. Omega, and then they're just like, "Bitch!" Maybe and again, they open the door for Hangman to come back in, and be like, "You know what? I know well, friends were." Yeah, again, the best storyline of the year is on pause because of a real baby. Fucking kids. Never. God damn. Ruin everything. (laughs) Ruin everything. Uh, Yeah, the best story is still Hangman's taking that title from Kenny Omega. So Christian Cage, love you. Good spot for you. Hey, you got the impact thing. Go do some fun stuff over there. But Hangman. Okay, so here you go. True or false? We see Hangman Page at All Out. Mm. Mm. Uh, but I don't think we've got, like, the Dark Order isn't on the card. I'm going to say false. Okay. Okay. I just don't think he fits in the storyline anywhere, you know what I mean? 
I mean, he could just be like, I'm back. Oh, sure. Bitches. We could figure it out. Yeah. So yeah. here we go. Daniel Bryan, Adam Cole. Let's throw in a Bray Wyatt, who I think it might be too early. Let's throw in a Braun Strowman, a Ric Flair. I'm going to give you five names. Any and or all of these showing up at All Out? Well, Ric Flair just did a video with Orange Cassidy on Instagram. Mm. So I think he's there. Yep. <laughs> right? Yep. So he's there. Uh, I think. Well, he especially would have been there if the match would have went off. And maybe he already had the travel plans. He's like, yeah. no, I'll go party. You know. Where's the uh, bar? Right. I think smart money is Daniel Bryan. Yep. I think Daniel Bryan for sure. I think that's almost a lock, yeah. Yeah. Adam Cole? I think that would be – no, I think Daniel Bryan's too special to then have another also, person. So we'll just leave it yeah. at Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Daniel Bryan. And then what we could do, because, again, reading uh, – what is it? The tea leaves, they call it. Mm -hmm. Reading the tea leaves of plans because in New York, they're saying, AEW, that is, you got to have your vaccination card to get in, which is great. Credit to them. That's then where we could see Adam Cole, right? Because they still need something to happen there. So we get Daniel Bryan in because we already signed him. But now let's work on some cr contracts and some dates with Adam Cole. That buys us time until the middle of September. Adam Cole, baby. And what crowd other than oh, Chicago God. is going to do that? New York. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They're going to eat that up. So, yeah. It's going to be great. Um, man, all out. I'm excited. Uh, I'm just eager. I'm ready for it to get here. I, I have not been this excited about a wrestling company and a card and even the industry as whole i think maybe ever outside of the monday night wars like it it's so lively right now and so energetic and and so like you're missing out if you're not watching this feels in our show's history i haven't been this excited for an event that i can think of maybe if you go Especially back the like, hey, well-rounded event like the whole right. totality of it yeah but i can't think of one other than WrestleMania 30. Yeah. WrestleMania 30 was the Daniel Bryan yes movement. But I'm going to say this too. That was strictly because of that storyline. The rest of WrestleMania 30, I wasn't like, I mean, yes, there was things we probably look forward to, but I don't remember them now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't remember that being the draw. It was like, they're finally going to fucking do this for Daniel Bryan. Mm -hmm. And they're finally going to fucking, yeah. you know what I mean? And that's what I mean. Like throughout, we've been giddy about a story or two or a return or two, but like, this the way is, this whole movement feels right now with everything. I mean, the, the industry is so strong right now, but especially with AEW. Well, and to, to that point, listen to us here. Our favorite match is the TNT Championship yeah. that's had two weeks of build. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's what we're looking forward to. Now, uh, before we get out of our picks, I do want you to do one more pick for me. Mm. So I think the match of the night is going to be the John Moxley uh, match. What do you think? If you had to make a bold prediction, what's going to be the match of the night? Because, again, that Young Bucks, Lucha Bros could easily be the well, match of the night. I think people will tell you that is, but we don't like that style. So I'm not going to pick that. I'm just scared that something bad's going to happen. Yeah. Um, hmm. Who are you going with? Match of the night. Man. I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't come away saying Kenny Omega Christian was right. the match. Yeah. Name. Yeah. Cause Kenny Omega can be like, Oh, allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is. Oh, Christian too. Uh, again, oh, yeah. all we've heard is Christian is the fucking 
genius savant, yeah. right? So, mm-hmm. and yeah. whenever I felt like we've always been like, oh, Christian's in this match, we're like, okay, that motherfucker puts on a show. So, oh yeah, his first match with Kazarian, we're like, oh good, but, he's gonna make his debut. Yeah. And we're like, motherfucker, that was good. And the whole run with Randy Orton when he did the whole one oh. last match thing was like, it yeah. was like I was like, goddamn, I didn't know Christian could fucking. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I like, God bless America. I am so giddy about this night. I can't wait. Sunday night, get here. Well, let's talk about something we're not so giddy about. News is broken that there is an NXT rebranding coming. We've seen the logo. We've seen a new theme. Possibly Bullshit. Here. Word is <laughs> a whole lot seen. more cuts are coming and that this will be ran and operated by McMahon and Pritchard. I don't know what that means for Triple H. Obviously, he had other duties in the company, but I, I, holy shit, I, you couldn't have made a worse decision if you asked me. Well, so I don't know what that. The, and then again, again so where my where my mind goes NXT to back, right? It feels that way, but this is where my mind goes: is okay, we're gonna do Towers of Power is our you know rinse repeat wrestler of the week right that's what we're doing just bop 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 six six two forty get in there and get get in some work right so then you think of tomaso champa goes to AEW. son of a bitch that's a huge move now what, what i think about, they're like, gonna the keep a hold guys. of like are they gonna like because you know what i mean like, no I just, they'll keep a hold of them the uh, hit row is yeah but what happens in this rebrand do they just go into hey hippity hop i got one step and i got a flap Oh my Hippity god, hop. Pritchard and Hippity McMahon hop. are notorious for not letting you come up with your own fucking lines and shit. So like, yeah, mm-hmm. they're not gonna understand this rap thing. Triple H uh, didn't understand it, but he understood enough to be like, okay, well you go do it. And let I'll me get see out of the it, way. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. He knows to get the fuck out of the way. WWE, we talked about this. It looks like they're prepping for a sell. This they clearly now have like with Nick Khan and stuff and, and all this stuff, like it's showing like they understand what we said. The industry is as strong as it might have ever been. They need to be aware. They need to position themselves to make sure they stay on top. You, If you're telling me Pritchard and McMahon are your guys to steer the ship, you've picked the two wrongest fucking people you could have picked. This is no longer the world of pro wrestling that they fucking created and, mm-hmm. and ran. Like they are like the epitome of what it means to be out of touch. Yeah, 100%. And they they also are the epitome of, well, I know it w- will work because I made it work before. It's the arrogance of, do you forget about the Attitude Era? I came up with Kane. I'm Bruce Pritchard. Well, I came up with the name Kane. Even that was that great. On his podcast a lot of times when like Conrad will be like, well, what was the decision behind that? I'll be like, what do you mean? He just ran out there and did this. Yeah. He's like, no, you know what I mean. Like, that was dumb or you know what you were alluding to. And he'll be like, no, like, like it's the hubris of that. It's like, like what, what could you possibly mean? Like, you know mm-hmm. what the fuck we mean. Like, you, yeah. like, that was a dumb decision, and you fucked that guy over by doing it. Like, he asked him all the time, was it a rib? And he's like, no, it wasn't a rib. Like, what that's meant to symbolize is like, no, I don't necessarily think you were joking, but we mean, like, you came up with such a shitty idea that, like, we hoped you were fucking joking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like, that's yeah. what that's supposed mm-hmm. to signify. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know, I, I should, man. Well, the, look, the coloring, rebra- okay, whatever. Totally fine. People do that oh, all the time. Oh, that was... 
yeah, you know. the the sure. the black and gold thing to now rainbow, whatever it's called, it looks fine. Oh, and Honestly, I'll admit to you that NXT was feeling stale. Could have used a rebranding oh. and a kick in the ass, but like, mm-hmm. fuck, like if you're telling me we're gonna get rid of everybody on and just change the whole structure and format of it, like, fine, even there. But I don't trust that who you told me is bringing it and what they typically bring is gonna be worth a shit. So now I'm gonna completely check out of the WWE universe altogether. It seems like. Right, because to your point, if you said all of these moves, right, hey, before the pandemic, we're the hottest show in the country, we get the pandemic, the fans go away, we get stale, we need a kick in the ass, we're going to do this new refresh NXT, great. If you said it's going to be ran by person X who also wrote WrestleMania 30, right, like yeah. some unknown Even still Triple proven- H and somebody else or something, you know what I mean, like just... Well, just a, I, I, well, but then you're like, well, what could be sure, different, right? Sure. But like, if you said it's this... It's this hot new writer that we are, you know, we believe in the future of his storytelling. I would be like, okay, I'm going to give it a shot. But when you say it's Vince McMahon and I say, you mean the guy writing Raw? Yeah. Or if you told me it was like, hey, Corey Graves has been coming up with amazing storyline suggestions and like we're taking him off a commentary and he's going to fucking be the booker. If If it's a new person with new decisions, okay, great. Like. I'm going to give that a shot. But when yeah. you tell me, hey, it's the guy that's doing the other two shows and I don't like those two shows, well, then I'm not going to like the third one. Yeah. Man. Interesting. Well, that's NXT. Another thing that happened this week that was a big thing and, and two major things happened at it was this NWA, I think it was 73 was the pay-per-view that they called it, NWA yeah. 73. Mm-hmm. In St. Louis. In St. Louis. And they had a Ric Flair return who he gave an impassioned a speech and even complimented Vince McMahon and Triple H, which is a way most people don't go. Um, but the, I think the biggest story coming out of this is friend of the show, of the Spanish announce table here, I've been on the show twice, if I'm not mistaken. He has. Trevor Murdoch is the new NWA World Heavyweight Champion, ending the, what, thousand-plus-day reign of Nick Aldis? Mm-hmm. No, he had three years, because uh, I believe it was three years ago yesterday that he lost the championship to Cody at All In, and then regained it maybe a week or two later, something like that, Mm -hmm. and then has had it ever since. Now, Trevor Murdoch, to his credit, that throwback NWA champ, right? If you were to just put a black and white photo of him with the championship belt and show a lineage and say, like, this was Dory Funk Jr., then Terry Funk, then Trevor Murdoch, then Harley Race, like, you wouldn't know. Like, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that all makes sense. They all look the same, you know? Like, he's a throwback to that era. I will also say credit to him for the trunks and his presentation doing the throwback Harley race mm-hmm, gear. Mm-hmm. Thought that was a cool touch. And we're talking about it now, right? So credit to them to say, Hey, Nick Aldis, we went with him and he got us, he got us to a good point, right? As the champion, he elevated that title to heights. that hadn't been seen since Shane Douglas threw it down in the ECW arena, right? Now it's time for something new though. Yeah. Trevor Murdoch, we that's a name we know. He you know, he wasn't the biggest name on the card in mm-hmm. WWE, but he was a former tag team champion. I think again he fits the NWA style pretty well. And so let's see. It's I'm positive and patient. Throwback term for longtime listeners. I'm positive and patient about Trevor Murdoch. I'm also being a little bit of Homer because he is friend of the show. Congratulations to him. Uh, but I'm excited. I, I hope to see some good things. Also, a friend of the show who we'll have on here in the very near, near future, Marty Bell became uh, one half of the NWA Women's Tag Team Champs. So credit to her. We'll most likely see her 
Wednesday night at Up Down KC as Tim and I both host a video game tournament at our local bar here, Up Down, the local video game bar. So excited for that as well. Oh man, I tell you what, I just don't want to focus on WWE. We got so much fun stuff. We got Rampage Friday night. We got All Out Sunday night. We got a, a video game tournament that we're hosting on Wednesday night. And then Thursday night, we're back to talk to you about Dynamite and Rampage and All all Out Fallout. Woo, cannot wait. Come on with it. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm super excited for this All Out. And and I, I couldn't be more pumped. And, and that's, I mean... That's how I'm going to leave you guys. And and we want to hear from you as we go through this whole weekend of wrestling. Use hashtag Tweet the Table so you can be part of this show because we're the voice of the voiceless and we want to make your voice heard. We want to put you on this stage. Let everyone know what you have to say. But until next time, use hashtag Tweet the Table. The Spanish Announce Table.